Welcome to the Content Strategy Experts podcast brought to you by Scriptorium. Since 1997, Scriptorium has helped companies manage, structure, organize, and distribute content in an efficient way. Hi everyone, I'm Sarah O'Keefe. In this episode, we're talking about Madcap and Ixiasoft with Eric Bergeron, President and CEO of Ixiasoft. Eric, welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here today. Well, and we're excited to talk to you since I think the entire industry has been talking about nothing but this merger for the past couple of weeks since the news broke. And so I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about what's happening here and where is it going and what does it mean for those of us that live in the Dita XML world. And I guess I'll lead with the the obvious question, which is why sell Ixiasoft to Madcap? Yeah, very good question. Uh, unfortunately, I will have to give you some background before answering that question, and I will try to do that very quickly. You know, six years ago, Ixiasoft was a very traditional software publisher. We were selling perpetual licenses with maintenance, yearly maintenance plan. We were installing the system on-prem customer site. And the product was a desktop application connecting with the backend server. So very traditional. And six years ago, we decided to change the business model and provide to our customers a SaaS solution. So we had to change the business model to provide subscription. We had to change the product to move from a desktop application to a web-based application. We also had to put in place a new team to manage the hosting and the management of the solution. And we knew that that will take approximately five years to do all that work. And we were near the end of that five years period. So the timing was good for us to look, okay, what's next for Ixia? What's, what will be the next growing phase? What, what should we do to, to grow, continue to grow? And, uh, and at that time, Madcap arrived with battery and uh, they contact me and they, they had a plan and we listened to their plan. We discussed it uh, with them. And finally, we realized that the timing was perfect. I think the story and the plan, the project is, is great. And that's why we decided to sell. And, and also because I, I will turn 60 very soon and I was starting to think about my retirement. It's true, but uh, really the, uh, the driver was really the, the plan, the project. I think they, they had something interesting to propose and, and that's why. So what can you tell us about that plan or that vision? What is the vision for the combined company that you can share? You know, the, and again, I was a teacher in the past, so I need to explain things. But, you know, for me, there's a very, there's a, a spectrum of solution on the market. And uh, some solution provide uh, the ability to manage document. Other system provide the ability to manage more component. And some system uh, manage component with structure. And I think with the combination of Madcap and Ixia, the last two, we will be able to provide that to the market. We will be able to provide component system to create 
unstructured component with Matcap Flare and Central. And with this XCSF CCMS, we will be able to provide the tool that will let our customer manage component and very structured component. So that's that's the, the goal. I think it's to have a broader offer uh, and propose to the market a, a solution that will let them move from unstructured on component system like word from maker move them to flare and and central and eventually if they need more structure they will be able to move to the ccms and and i think that's a great project and the other reason why i was interested to proceed with that transaction is also because madcap they had some big customer that outgrow their solution and they were looking for more structured system and Ixia will be the place they will go. So that will make Ixia customer base grow. And that was a guarantee for us that we will have more customer. They will keep the product. They will continue to improve the product and that will also increase the customer base. So that's also an answer of the, your first question, but that was also the, the, the other reason why I, I was interested by that transaction. And I think for the market, it's great to have those two products together in the same organization. So I know that you and Madcap, you know, both Ixia and Madcap have said in the short run, you know, nothing is changing. Do not panic. <laughs> Remain calm. But looking at this a little bit more long term, what kinds of changes should Ixia or for that matter, Flare customers expect in the midterm, you know, six months, a year, five years? What what does that look like? Yeah. For the next six months, uh, nothing will change really. Uh, It will continue to be the same. However, Ixia, for example, we will have a, a user conference at the end of May in Munich. This year, the user conference will be in Europe and we will have Madcap customers that will come to the uh, Ixiasoft uh, user conference because some of the Matcap customers are interested to learn more about Zeta and maybe use that eventually. And we will provide to them a path from Flare Central to Ixia CCMS. So that's small changes, but we will start to see uh, Matcap a customer, maybe more in the Ixia soft CCMS community. But internally, nothing will really change. Over in the next year, two years, what we want to do is really propose to the market some tool to make the content move more fluently from Flare Central to the CCMS. So we'll have an importer, for example, to importing Flare content to the CCMS. That will arrive probably uh, after the first six months, but it will be there. And uh, that will clarify the path, you know, for customers moving from Word to Flare and eventually from Flare to the CCMS, to Zeta. So that we will see in the future. And more midterm, long-term, I can say that, uh, you know, battery, you mentioned battery previously, we, we talked about that. They decided to invest in Madcap and uh, Ixia, and uh, but they they want to continue to make that combination grow. So they maybe eventually there will be other acquisition to continue to complete 
the offering and uh, to propose to the market uh, a broader offer uh, for people that want to create and publish content. So that, that will probably happen eventually. So what do you think this looks like in, you know, sort of in that five years down the road? Not that <laughs> my, my track record on five years is not very good. I don't know about <laughs> you. But what do you, what do you see as the big picture vision in that longer term time frame? Uh, I agree with you. Five years in technology is uh, very long and I'm, I'm not the, the best for the visionary things. One thing I really believe is technical documentation, but documentation in general will change a lot. We are moving definitely from books to components. We, in the past, we were providing documentation with books and manuals. Now, for me, documentation is more and more knowledge base. And there will be more and more modern tool to publish that information. Chatbot, for example, chatbot will ask questions to users. With the answer, they will find the relevant content and they will push that to the, the end user. We will have tools like Fluid Topic, Zoom and Congility that uh, will be used more and more. So we need to create content that are compliant or compatible with those tools. And I think component system are very good system to create content that can be leveraged by those modern tools. The other thing is, for sure, in the past, there was a lot of text and picture diagram. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll have more and more video, audio, augmented reality, virtual reality object. To, so that, that's the future of the documentation. And uh, our tools will have to provide the functionality to create those contents, but also to publish those contents. So, so that's the future of our world, I think. I don't know exactly how we will <laughs> navigate uh, in that evolution, but uh, it's definitely, for me, I'm, I'm sure it's going in that direction. So I guess the the question that everybody is asking, and we you know we really want the answer to is, this seems like a very sensible combination but you know madcap as as an organization has done a really really excellent job with their marketing and much of their marketing has been based on the concept that dita is not something that you need that flair is happy and easy and safe and wonderful and dita is uh, none of those things <laughs> right and you don't need it and it's just generally not great so, you know, when you say this is a bit of you know, a bit of an odd combination, I mean, I think that's what everybody's looking at is that, well, wait a minute, there's been a lot of ditta bashing over the past 10 years or so. So, so what do you do with that? Yeah, yeah it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because the, after my first call with um, Battery and Madcap, I went to the Madcap site, website, and I look at that saying, oh, how can we work together? It, we're so different. And, uh, but, you know, when you're selling a product, you're doing the best marketing pitch to sell it. And uh, not having data uh, tool, they, they had to do that. And uh, so I, I fully understand. And, but we talk about it. And you probably realize that all that 
information was removed from their website after the transaction because they had to do that to, to promote their product, but they don't need that anymore. And it's the opposite. Now they need to embrace data and put data at the right place. And it's true. And I still believe that not everybody needs data. Some organization, they don't need that highly structured content. And uh, so it's okay to produce content that is not very structured. If it answers your need, it's, it's fine. Maybe eventually they will need more structure. And the, the good news now, they have a solution for that. We can propose to the market a path to move to higher structured content. And what we want to do is provide tool that will let you move from unstructured component to structured component. And uh, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was funny to see that on their website. It's funny to see that it disappear now. And uh, now we, we will put on our uh, website content that will explain the new reality. <laughs> but I, I fully understand it was, uh, and, and you're right. We were a little bit like a hot couple, but we're learning to live together now. And uh, I really believe that it will work very well. <laughs> some questions about who's the, the, you know, the neat one and who's the not so neat one, but I think we'll just <laughs> we'll set that aside. Um, is there anything else that, that people should know, you know, things that I haven't asked you about, but information that you want to make sure is out there about this merger transition? Um, maybe one thing I would like to share with you is, is the fact that for me, it was my first experience, uh, selling my, my company uh, really. And, and I was really happy to do it with Madcap and especially because Anthony, the CEO of Madcap and I, we share a lot of values, same values. And when you look at the history of Anthony, he founded uh, Madcap 17 years ago with friends he was working before at eHelp. And he, they worked together for a long time. They grew organically all those years. And it's the same for Ixia. If you look Ixia team, we are working all together for a long time, very, very long time. And 20 years, 25 years, some of them. And we, we share the, we have the same experience a little bit. So I think this transaction, this merge was an interesting and went very well because when Anthony and I, we were talking, we were at the same place. We were able to understand each other. And, and I believe that that merge will work because of that and because people working on both organizations share the same values and for me it's very it was really really important and that's another reason why i we, i accepted to enter in that transaction because i wanted to make sure that my team my customers and i say my but you know ixia is not a one-man show it was really the the ixia team the ixia customer base I'm sure they will they will be respected in that process and they will be happy in the future. So that's just another thing I, I wanted to say. Well, and that's an interesting point because, you know, 
we always talk about how, I mean, the work that we do and everything else, it's about people, right? It looks like a technology problem, but it's always about the people. And I guess here again, we've fallen, or I've at least fallen into that trap of saying, tell us about the technology, tell us about the integration. And you're saying, well, actually, <laughs> as always, it is about the people. So yeah, that's a that's a great point. I think I'll leave it there. So Eric, thank you for being here and sharing this background and this information. I was really happy and thank you for the invitation. Yeah. And congratulations to you and the whole team and to the Madcap team and Anthony and all the rest of them. Thank you. And with that, thank you for listening to the Content Strategy Experts podcast brought to you by Scriptorium. For more information, visit scriptorium.com or check the show notes for relevant links. 